What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with your hosts, Shannon and Gail, where we talk about everything except for work, baby. Under uh, the sun. Uh, I, know, uh, I haven't done it in a while. No, it's okay. We were talking. We're like, we haven't done our own intro, like our old intro. Like our OG. Like if you're an our, OG, you know. Our intro in a while. What is this? Episode 105? It's 105. I feel like we haven't done this in like 100 episodes. So we only did it for the first five. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like our intro. <laughs> I know. I love oh, that for us. I love that for us. How are you feeling? I feel like we both wore the same sweater in different colors today without knowing. You know? So where'd you get yours? I don't know. H&M. Like Probably same. Some like bullshit. Is yours you know? itchy? Some like corporate conglomerate. Um, No, it's not. Mm. Is yours itchy? It yours could be looks softer. like it could be itchy. Like... Depending on the day. It's not not itchy, but it's not, like, nice. Speaking of itchy, I, Ooh. like, need to know. I feel like that came off the wrong way. <laughs> but, like, okay, so people who are listening to this who might be, like, smarter than me, this happens to me every so often where my ankles get itchy. I don't know what it is. Like, specifically my right in- ankle, like, there's just one spot that get, will get itchy. It'll happen, not not every day, but maybe once every, like, three months and I can't for the life of me like I don't I use the same detergent I don't use fabric softener I don't use anything scented I'm not changing anything up but like it'll get itchy and I'll like itch it in my sleep and then my ankle will have like these teeny little like almost hives on on my ankle and it'll be like unbearable and then it'll like scab over and I don't know if it's like eczema like I don't know what it is but it freaks me out and it's like I'll be literally sitting there at work like in a meeting and I'm like I need to itch my ankle I don't know what to do Wait, that's so weird that you say that because I feel like, do you know Ken Yurich on TikTok? No. The blonde girl who's like crazy. No. She's like a 23-year-old. I I think she lives in, actually I have no idea where she lives. She said that she was experiencing an itchy part of her body. I don't know if it was her leg. It might have been. I swear to God. Yes. And she was like, people keep telling me in the comments that it's like, that's a sign of X, Y, Z. Oh my gosh, I want to know what it is. I know. I wish I could remember. I also think it there is like a slippery slope with telling people on the internet what oh, your yeah. symptoms are. Because then all of a sudden, like, I like to read comments on TikTok videos and people will like diagnose you with all this like wild shit. And I feel like if I was the creator, like I'd appreciate it. But like some of the videos where there's like, you know, 5,000 comments and everyone's like saying different, like I would be very overwhelmed by I, everyone's... I just, I, I don't know what it is, but I Googled I autoimmune disease that causes itchy ankles. Why, why do I have an autoimmune disease? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. I don't know, but I don't remember said. which one. Interesting. Well, I'm, You're a, probably I'm curious fine. because I went 26 or 27 years of my life without itchy ankles and here I am. And like, I'm here to tell my story. It could be dermatitis. Maybe, but like, what is that? <laughs> Hit, Isn't it just like when you have an allergic reaction or something? Anyways, if anyone like has any advice, just let me know. I'm I'm struggling. Why? My protocol is wreaking havoc on my stomach. Mm. I don't know if you experience this, but like I'm taking 18 pills a day and one of them is triggering something. So tomorrow I'm eliminating one of them to see if I feel better. Yeah. Because I told my coach, I was like, I cannot be bloated and in pain for Miami. Yeah, it's not ideal. No. They always say like, what is it? It gets worse before it gets better. Yeah, or like it's it's die off. That's that's great in like theory, 
but <laughs> but like right now like maybe for other people that's fine but like for me I need it to get better before it gets better you know yeah I just like I didn't think it could get worse I thought I hit rock bottom and here we are and here we the are the best thing about life is that like whenever you think that maybe things couldn't get worse like <laughs> they're always do. there's always another level we are just because what would the worst be like death right <laughs> So Aww. just remember if you're listening to this you, and you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on you a could Monday be morning dead, though. that like if you think you're at rock bottom you're not because you're not dead. <laughs> oh we're just anyways, the positive polys. Anyways we're positive polys. Not a thing. Positive polys. Um, but no it's funny because like I feel like I'm the queen and of I can give advice but I can't take my own advice. Like I can tell I someone else oh my gosh don't worry it's going to get worse before it gets better. Or don't worry, like you're just dealing with like X, Y, But then when it happens to me, I'm like, no, like this is unacceptable. I'm freaking out having a mental breakdown. Even I'm the type of person where even if I know why I'm upset or I know that something is like temporary, it still doesn't preclude me from getting upset. Like I'm like, oh, I know yeah. that what I'm upset isn't valid, but I'm still going to be upset anyways. <laughs> exactly. And then you're entitled to feel that way. Exactly. It's a safe space. Life isn't always sunshine and roses. But I why does it have to rain? Like Yeah. Totally. It doesn't have to rain. No. I mean, this week has been hot. We're in like a midst of a like I didn't need a coat today. It's like very hot in this office and like very that hot too. outside. And it's like a little like prep for Miami. Like I'm sweating a little bit right now, but I kinda like the vibe. It's like a waking a whole Awakening. It's a free sauna. A whole new me. Yeah, it's a free sauna. And saunas are really good for you. Speaking of a sauna, I went to a spa this weekend to get a facial. Wow. Because, just because, treat yourself, whatever. And I'm not going to name names because I don't want to put the business on blast. DM me if you want the name. Also, if you follow us on Instagram at drinksafterwork underscore, you'll find our personal Instagrams there. You can just follow me. I post everything there. Yeah, Um, for better or for worse. For better or for worse. And I thought it was like just meh. And I was like, okay, like this is supposed to be like a good salon. And I wasn't that impressed. And then the woman was really, really nice though. But like, I don't know. Is it just me? Like, are my expectations too high? Like, is to be a glazed donut too much to ask for? Yeah. It is? No, I don't think it is. I think you should reach for the stars. But your skin does look good. Like, I don't know if that's... I don't know if, like... I'm not saying that's because of the facial, but, like, your mm. skin does look good. Also, don't you feel like facials? Like, you don't feel the repercussions for, like, a few weeks sometimes. You don't feel? Like, I feel like I don't notice a difference in my skin for, like, at least, like, a week or two. Oh. But, like, when I left the salon... Like, my face, like, looked, like, dirty. Oh. And, like, had dry products. Like, I didn't look moisturized. I looked dry. Mm. I just wasn't happy. And another thing that I thought was weird is that they don't let you tip on card. And then they have, like, a list of Venmo names. And it says, like, please don't write the name of the service and the thing for tax purposes. And I'm like, how are you operating this shady business on, on a very, like, well-renowned area part of Boston like I just think that's so shady and so I was like but my girl apparently didn't have Venmo it got hacked or whatever I'm literally saying hacked in quotation marks and I go up to the receptionist and I'm like hey like it says like um my girl like has a Venmo but it's not working they're like oh yeah she got hacked and I was like okay so can I tip on the card and they're like no and I was like oh so I have to like leave go get cash and come back mm. like that that doesn't seem right I feel like, why are you inconveniencing me? 
Mm. I'm paying a lot of money and now I have to leave and go get cash to tip you. Do you think she might have been like inconvenienced by the fact that her Venmo was hacked or like, no. Mm, but like, I don't believe that. Oh, you think it's a lie? Yeah. Why? What do you think the MO is? Like, what Well, because her name, like it like listed off by like estheticians, masseuse, like manicurists, whatever, whatever services they do there. And it has all their names with their Venmo names. But then at the bottom of the form, it says like no Venmo for, and then it lists like five people's names. Oh. And I'm like, well, so how long like- does it take to get unhacked? Like if you had time to say no Venmo right. for my girl's name, why wouldn't you just remove her Venmo It's name? like, how often does this list get updated? Right. There's like a whole pyramid scheme in here somewhere. There's and like-, like, how long? I mean, like the black market of like facials. And like salons. Don't you think that's weird? Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. No? I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I could see there being some weird shit going on. But also, I think with facials in general, I will die on this hill. I'm like, I'm getting a facial in Miami. I'm um, yeah. going to the one hotel. I don't know if anyone's ever been there for a facial. I've never gotten a facial there before. Um, so if you guys have like know which one you like. I'm getting like the anti-aging one, but I'm excited for it because of the experience, like to right. get one. It's a beautiful there. It's beautiful there. I'm going to like use their like amenity stuff after and like chill in a robe, like sip on a mimosa, the experience. But I feel like if you want results, you have to get lasers. Like you want to get lasers on your face. You want to leave. Like when I know that I've done something good with my life is when I like leave my place to get facials I go to Starbucks and like a man pulled me aside and was like is there something seriously like wrong with you because your face oh, like, so red. is messed up yeah like that's how I know that something good happened today like I can walk around a little lighter on my feet <laughs> if in case okay in case anyone like I don't know I feel like getting like lasers or like micro needling like things like that that's the only time I notice the difference like I feel like a nice facial I leave and I'm like oh I feel refreshed but yeah I don't know if I feel like a, a true the hardcore stuff yeah like I want to feel like no pain no gain oh it was painful it I'll was tell painful. You that. okay yeah. so maybe it was good then you never know um I feel like for anything like that cosmetic things like always go for like the referral like if you know someone that goes somewhere and they yeah. like it because it's tough um but yeah, so I, this past weekend had a girls night and we did like a, like I did this with like a few of the girls I used to work with. We don't work together anymore. Well, one of the girls I still work with, but we are still really close and we have like girls nights every so often. And it was like a Valentine's day, but it's super late. <laughs> so we- Only a week late. True, only a week late. Um, it was so fun that we like went to my friend's house. She just bought a house like outside the city. We had- chocolates, food. Like I literally woke up in the morning with being like, I don't feel my best, but that's okay. It was just so funny because there is something about the dynamic of being with your girlfriends, not in a restaurant, not in the public eye, just like at one of your apartments and you can talk freely about whatever you want to talk about. And it's, I think hilarious because the world would probably think that like when you're on a girl's night, you're talking about you know, you're shit talking people or like talking about whatever you're talking about boys. It's just like, so not accurate. Like, I feel like we're sitting there and we're talking about like, oh my gosh, you know, isn't it the worst when you're sitting there at work and like you have to pee, but you're wearing leggings and they're like really uncomfortable and you have to like take your whole pantsuit off. Like that is what we talk about. Or we were like, 
at the end of the night, we after like probably a few glasses of wine, we were watching like Ariana Grande music videos, like wondering how she was Is doing that your dance. idea. No, actually, <laughs> it was it was Liz's idea, and we were like trying to like reenact the music video, like we were like doing the dance move because we didn't understand how she did it. And I literally felt like I was 12 years old, but I had so much fun. And I was like, this is like what we do. Like, it's funny. Girls are weird. And I feel like we don't get to be weird. Like in public, public, but also like (laughs) in a co-ed environment. Cause it's like, no, like I kind of have to put on like a front that like, I don't pick my boogers. Like, I don't think people realize like how weird we are. Yeah. Like they think like, okay, these are like adults and they're going to sit around talking about like mature stuff. And it's like, no, no like I feel like I'm, I am my most immature when I'm either around my parents or my girlfriend. You save the mature talks for like your coworkers because yeah. that shit, like you're on during work. Like you have to be professional and what well, sometimes and other times, you know, you slip up and you say stupid shit you regret, <laughs> but most times you're professional at work and, and I just think you should be able to let loose in the comfort of your own home it's or your friend's home. Balance. Like if I have to talk about EBITDA at oh work, God. which is a concept I still don't really fully understand or grasp, but I have to sit there and pretend like I know what people are talking about. Like if I have to put myself through that, like I should at least be able to be extremely immature yeah, when I'm with my sense. friends and I need that to be a safe space. <laughs> and if you don't feel comfortable doing that with your friends, like you, you should be able friends. to admit you don't know what EBITDA is in that safe space. <laughs> okay, bitch. Do you know what they're talking about? Because I don't. Anyways, mm-hmm. let's dive into drunk deets. Megan Fox, I know we talked about this last week. There's still like a lot of speculation about the relationship status, but she did put forth the statement. Yes, yeah, she returned to Instagram. So if you guys don't remember, she unfollowed um, everyone she followed and only followed Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet, and Eminem. But she returned to Instagram and she's now following no one. And she has zero pictures before she just, um, I don't, I wonder if she like deleted or just archived the photos with MGK, but before she had photos, but now she has legitimately nothing. I feel like, except for her statement. There's just so much drama. So much. And so she said, there's been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind that includes includes, but is not limited to actual humans, DMS, AI bots or succumbus succubus. I didn't, I didn't really fully know what that meant. Demons. Well, I do hate to rob you of running random baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by chat GBT. You need to let the story die and leave, leave all this, all these innocent people alone. Now I just, I just first I, off, can we just like focus on the word innocent? <laughs> yeah, who is she referring to? Like, like are, is the she three the, men? Is she the innocent one? Is MGK the innocent one? Is it the guitarist? Is it oh maybe the three men? I just like don't know what she's referring to by innocent because, bitch, you're still the one that was like talking about drinking blood and like all this shit like a month oh, ago. Right. So like, I don't know if like innocent is the. <laughs> I like Megan. I think deep down, deep, deep, deep somewhere. She's normal. There's like something about her. I've always kind of been like, all right, like I like her vibe. I am very concerned for her like a lot of the times, but I think growing up, you kind of like look up to someone and you're like, oh, like whatever. Um, But I don't think like sometimes I'm like, okay, you put your life on social media. You're posting photos with this, you know, man child and you got into this crazy whirlwind relationship and 
you're like obsessed with each other and then you're posting concerning posts about you know your wrist being broken and everyone's wondering why and then you're blatantly fighting at the Grammys and then you unfollow him and delete all your posts. People are going to wonder. I'm sorry. Like, I think I have some she level, did it I have some level of sympathy for influencers, celebrities, famous people, because I do think it's lonely. I do think it's isolating. I do think it's frustrating to go outside every day, not being able to get a coffee because you're being stalked and harassed by people. And you're so under scrutiny. I get that. But there is an element of like, you couldn't have made this relationship more public. You couldn't have gotten people more invested. Talking. You couldn't have yep. posted more controversial things of him dressed as a priest and you dress as a nun. And just so many over the top things that are getting the internet like so stirred up. Obviously they're going to pay attention when you unfollow him and when you delete your Instagram. Like I just think sometimes there's an element of like biting the hand that feeds you. Like we make these people famous. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yes, they're talented, but we make them famous. And then they get pissed at us when we're invested about their lives. When it's like, you made us, in the, you made us obsessed with you. You made us invested in your life. Now you're mad that we're still curious. Now you're mad that we're jumping to assumptions. Right. But that's what it literally means to be famous. And I feel like people don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get that. Like, I honestly don't ever want to be as famous as Megan Fox. Like, God, even if, no. if I hit my big break someday, like... When? I don't, I don't want to be that famous. I, I, mm -hmm. I would resent that. Like, I want to be, you know, like maybe like a chill, like 1 million followers. Great. But like, you don't, I don't want to go outside and have every person in the world recognize who I am. So like, if you want that, that's great. But it does come with some level of like repercussions. I'm sorry. Right. I honestly think that she's embarrassed that she put her relationship on blast and she's just doing damage control now. Like, I, I don't buy it. I think the fact that she had to say, like, there's been no third-party interference and, and, like, names like humans, DMs, whatever, AI bots and demons, I think, I think she regrets not handling it privately. And now she's like, okay, I don't want people to know that the Megan Fox may or may not got cheated on or whatever. So now she's... Like, I just feel like, you, why make a statement? Also, like, the only demon here is you. It's her. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Actually. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. And I, I think that, like, okay, maybe there wasn't cheating. I think everyone always jumps to cheating. Yeah. Sure, there's a million reasons why a relationship doesn't work out. But, yeah, honestly, dishonesty could mean anything. Like, he could have lied about, like, getting back into drugs. Like, he could have lied about, I don't is know. Is he sober? I think he was, right? Didn't he go to rehab? No idea. Peter fact check. <laughs> I don't know if he's like fully, fully sober, but I do know that he went to some level of, I thought rehab. I feel like every celebrity does. Oh, got sober for Megan Fox and his daughter. Yeah. So again, like I don't know like the depths to which he is sober. I don't know if he like maybe drinks, doesn't do drugs. Like, I don't, I don't know. But I do know that maybe it could be that. Maybe like, he dabbled in some yeah. booze or. He might've done regardless we don't know what goes on in a relationship but i do think it was interesting because she kept addressing like there were no third parties but she didn't address whether or not they were together so i'm like okay does, is that her admitting like she didn't blatantly say like no we're together we're happy or you guys are crazy through. or we're working through it she didn't say anything about him or about their relationship so i feel like what she didn't say says more than what she did say personally we need to let this story die i don't think we'll ever let this story die until we're not going to let it die until we see them. I don't think they're done. I think this is just a, I mean, they're definitely a, like a 
what is it like, called? The road bump? Is there definitely like a one of those annoying couples that like if they ever broke up, they'd break up like fifteen times before they actually broke up. Yeah. Well, like, I, I feel, feel like, like that's like the toxic vibe. Like it, I don't get like a one and done. They definitely did some weird ritual where they're like binded together forever and like even if they wanted to leave each other, they can't. Yeah, which is like super um, you know, healthy. Um, anyways, Barstool. Oh my god. Are we gonna talk about Mr. El Presidente. It's so funny because I reposted about this <laughs> and you were like, oh my gosh, I was going to post it, but I didn't want people to think I was a groupie. I'm like, people like already <gasps> think that. Like but this, I simmered this, down. You haven't brought him up in a little while, but I don't think there's anyone that's like, that would be, I don't think that would have been like the straw that people were like, oh my gosh, Abby's obsessed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. For those people that don't know though. Oh Yeah. Um, so he back in 20, I think it was January of 2020, he sold 36% of Barstool Sports to Penn Entertainment. Um, the buyout was $163 million for 36%. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, Daddy Dave is rich. He's <laughs> rich. He bought Silvana G-Wagon. Um, <sighs> I'm like I not someone who wants a boy to buy me. Like, I, what? No, no, I want that came off the wrong way. I'm fine with someone <laughs> buying me things, but I've always been someone that I'm like, I want to buy my own G Wagon. But there is sometimes part of me that's no. like, it would be nice <laughs> for someone to buy me a G Wagon. Like, yeah. if someone just showed up with a like, G Wagon, you love me enough to buy me a G Wagon? Okay. Yeah, like, I'd be fine with that. I'd rather buy my own, It'd but be more, I'd, be, I'd be okay with someone buying me one. Yeah, okay. Like, I'd accept it. I wouldn't be pissed. I get that argument of like, no, like it's more meaningful when I buy it with my own money. But then it's like, okay, you're going to, that's going to wear off after the first couple dozen drives in that car. You're going to forget. It's just, it's just going to be another car. I just want like the feeling of pulling up in a G wagon and being like, I bought this shit. No one <laughs> needs to know. I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> tell everyone. <laughs> Okay, well, so that was back in 2020, and just I I think it's official, but I don't think he's gotten his money yet. But they acquired Penn acquired the remaining 64 percent of Barstool for an additional 388 million dollars. Yeah. Um. So what's that? 388. I know it's like what almost 600 or 163. 551, so half a billion dollars. So, no big deal. They acquired part, the first part was only 163. Correct. And then the, the remaining has been, why did I think that it was way more than 163 million? I don't know. It's just what some article said. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense. I'm actually, it's a hot take. I thought it would be more. Like, I thought the company would be valued at at least a billion dollars. I like, don't understand how they make my I get I get it's ads but like in sponsorships is that it yeah. like it's an online I mean they're like a news like I just feel like they redefined what it meant to be a news like it was almost like sports reporting written from the hands of a fan like that's exactly and like they just redefine so many things, like the way that podcasts work. Like everyone, like they they put podcasts on the map. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they did. No offense to what's his face. Who? Um, the big podcaster. Joe <laughs> Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> Other than him, like I feel like, I mean, Caller Daddy started with them. Like every, like KFC. Jenna Marbles. Jenna Marbles. Like, She's not a podcaster, but she, 
Dave Portnoy is the reason why Jenna Marbles is who she is. They just did so much and they reinvented so many things in the way that we consume media. So much of it, like I actually think was like has the stamp of Barstool on it. If it wasn't for Barstool, like I'd be very curious to see where like sports reporting is today and where podcasts like in general are today. I feel like for so long people thought of podcasts as like, you know, serious NPR people with like relaxing voices. And I mean, maybe it would have gone that direction. I'm sure someone would have done it eventually, but I really think they were the ones to like come at it from like this like locker room. It's a little different. It's yeah. whatever. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm shocked. Like I thought, I just thought it would be valued a little bit more. I also don't know but like what that know. means for Dave. Like, okay. Yes. Barstool is worth $550 million, but like, how much of that money is his? Well, it depends on how much, like, so, uh, yeah, like, stock. how much he has in the company still, and, like, how much she, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what his deal was when they first sold part of the company. Like, I mean, he owned, he obviously owned it, so I'm sure he made a ton of money. I don't know how much of it maybe he reinvested into shares or what he did with it. I'm just not really sure, but he definitely made a ton of money, obviously, yeah. both times. Um, for sure. I just, for some reason, figured that, Barstool like fully selling the company like I thought it would be at least like 500,000 or more maybe because of how big it's gotten but I also don't know like you said like the inner workings of like their financials yeah surprisingly I don't I don't know their EBITDA, <laughs> EBITDA. you don't know EBITDA I guess <laughs> on March 1st there's gonna be like a huge announcement that Dave is doing and by the time this episode comes out we still won't know unfortunately Oh my God, it's like a birthday present for you. If only it was my birthday. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> That'd be a great birthday this present for me. This is the moment me. I've literally been waiting for. <laughs> my, my whole life has been about this moment. I know. Um, but I feel like it's going to be related to Boston. Oh, and really? I feel like, well, because the whole pen thing is making it now more like sports gambling. And like, I just feel like Dave has always said, but now he doesn't own it. So he said he wouldn't bring Barstool to Boston like back to its roots unless it was legal in the state of Massachusetts, which it currently is not. Interesting. But th I think that's changing temporarily wonder, at least. Yeah. Cause I've seen so much on my TikTok like ads about sports betting in Boston lately. It's coming. Yeah, no, it's coming. I don't know if I don't, I don't know much about the sports gambling world. Same. I, I don't like to give it up. I like my money in my pocket. Isn't it they always say like men gamble to win and women gamble not to lose? Like if I'm going to go to a so casino. Do we gamble? No, like women don't gamble for that reason. Because if oh, I'm yeah. going to go to a casino in my head, I'm like, well, I don't want to bet $200 because I don't want to lose $200. But you could but a man, win. Well, right. But we don't think that way. I'm like, oh, like I could win, but I also don't want to lose $200,000 or $200. A man is like, oh, well, I'm going to win, you know, however much money. Like, and I'm they don't win. care if they... They don't think about lose the fact any that they money could lose because it. they get paid more than us, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just like came and just they came. don't have to pay for tampons, oh. anyways. Oh, or to get their hair done. Or oh my god, speaking of getting their hair done, I'm in an internal battle right now. I just booked my spray tan for this upcoming Sunday for Miami. Don't stress me out because it's a day earlier than I'd like it to be. But right, because you're going on a Tuesday. Yeah, I leave Tuesday for Miami. So you're getting it Sunday. But our friends don't come until Thursday. So I'm like, so by like, Thursday, am I going to be pale? streaky? Like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. 
Don't say that. No, you're fine. But the timing of a spray tan is like it's it's a mathematical equation. Like that is another thing that men don't give us credit for. Like timing a spray tan and a bikini wax and a Brazilian blowout and like all the shit we have to do. Like that is so much time and planning and like math that like people don't realize it. They think you just walk in looking good. It's like, no bitch. I I put so much into this. I know I had to make, I didn't want to do it, but I had to make my Manny Petty for Saturday. Cause I was like, well, I can't get a pedicure after my spray tan because then it'll get scrubbed off my yes. legs. You and have I'm to like, think about everything because you're like, so it's a chain reaction. You're like, if I do this first, it's going to ma- it's gonna affect my hair. But if I do my hair too early, then I can't yeah. go to the gym because it'll ruin my hair and I can't get it wet for three days. But I also can't get a pedicure because it'll ruin my spray tan. Right. So it's like, what do we do? Cry. And I also understand that these are first world problems. They're champagne I don't problems. know what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe there are people out there that are like, we're going to go on a group trip. It is looking how we normally and look. And like, we're not going to, you know, do 500 different cosmetic enhancements and, you know, buy a whole new wardrobe. That's just never been us though. We've been going to Miami for, this is what our fourth trip yeah, as a group. And it's this week. Well, by the time you guys are listening, like we will almost be there. Yeah, And like, I think every time we go so over the top, but I don't even know why. Like, I think... This is like our Met Gala. This is Miami Swim Week. Like this is the week for us. No, it literally is. And I've had all this time to prep and I still didn't lose the weight and I still don't have all my clothes that I wanted to order. I've I've placed some orders, but none nothing's arrived yet. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of times I have more to order. I so like three years ago I didn't I didn't even start online shopping because I was like feeling anxious. <laughs> I wasn't loving like my vibe. So I was like, I'm just going to wait to online shop because I'm in too bad of a mood. And then I waited too long and then I ordered like $200 worth of clothes and nothing came in time. So I couldn't wear it anyways. That's like, that, tragic. It's like that self-sabotage that like I've always appreciated about myself. Um, <laughs> like the level of self-sabotage. But it, it is true. I think um, I don't know why we go so over the top or and it's like it's always been like this in college for spring break, you know, we'd have spring break coming up and our friends were like, all right, like, you know, three months out, we're going to start working out. We're going to start eating healthy. And then it's like one month out. It's like, all right, it's crunch time. And then you're a week out and you haven't done any of the things you said you would do. And you're like, what do we do at this point? Like, do I spend five hours a day at the gym? And then you reach the final stage, which is like acceptance. Like, this is what I look like. There is nothing I can do about it. Like it is what it is. And I think it doesn't help that, Every year we go the first week of March, which is probably when I feel my most like pale, my my least confident about like my body and the way I look. And I do think that like, even though we always end up having fun, there's like a weird mental block where like, I feel a little like insecure and not my most confident going into the trip. And I don't want to feel that way, but it's just kind of the reality of it. I know. I told myself this year that I wasn't going to let my mind take over because I feel like at SLS last year, for those of you that don't know, we go to SLS every single year. It's a massive pool party. We go every Saturday, whatever. And it's like it's like our Super Bowl. It's our it, it's our Super Bowl yes. the trip. It's and like what we you look are forward surrounded to. by like beautiful girls who are all yeah. in bikinis and everyone has a spray tan and everyone looks good. And a boob job. And a boob job. And then there's us. Yeah. And, and a BBL. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they're not from here. And it's like, okay, cool, I'll see myself out. But I remember just like standing there and I was like 
pretty sober. There's been times that SLS I've not been sober. But last year, I was the most sober I've ever been out of all three trips so far. And it was because I was so in my head, worried about how I look and worried about, oh, like, I don't want, like, I want to be aware of my surroundings. Like, I don't want there to be a photo taken of me that I don't want. Like, I need to be sober and with it so that I know what's going on. And I remember, like, when the trip was over, I was like, I wish I just let that shit go, lived in the moment and take the picture. Maybe not post it, but take the fucking picture. And, and this year I'm like, okay, you have two choices. What are you going to do? We'll see what I do. It's so interesting you say that because I've felt the same way. Like I think in so many years past, it's like you can't get through this like weird mental block sometimes. And I, and it, it depends on the year, right? Like every year is different, but I think just like having done this trip so many times, like there's been times I've gone in with the right mindset and there's been times I've gone in with like the wrong mindset and in the end of the day, like I don't look back and usually remember like what I specifically looked like. Like maybe a little bit, maybe I'll see a picture and I'm like, eh, like could have looked better. <laughs> but like, it's not like I ever look back and I'm like, wow, I'm so upset about the way I looked at on this trip. Usually what I remember is like the memories, like I had the best, like right. think about when you describe like to your friends or to your family, a vacation you had or any moment, honestly, like a night that you had out, you're never gonna be like, oh my God, last night was crazy. Like I looked so bad or like, you know, last the vacation I went to when, you know, I went to London to visit my friends, like I like gained five pounds. Like you don't talk like that. You're like, oh, I had so much fun. We went out, we did this, we had the best time. Like you remember like the emotions and the memories and like the time that you spent with your friends. So even though I realistically know that it's like, why can't I help that in the moment? I don't think that way though. Like I was the same way as you last year. I almost feel like we had like this, I don't know why we both, I guess we're on the same wavelength, but at SLS, I'll never forget. I showed up and I slept in a little bit that morning. I didn't have time to wash my hair from the night before. Things were like a little grody. Um, <laughs> so I put my hair in a bun, like a slicked back bun. I forgot to put jewelry on, which I think was like the the nail in my coffin because there's something about wearing a bathing suit in Miami. Like you need to have the jewelry. I feel like it just kind of pulls it together. So I didn't have any jewelry on, no earrings, no necklace, no bracelets. I had a little bit of makeup on and my hair was in a bun and my bathing suit was like a little plain. And I, as I was walking to SLS, I saw another girl that was wearing the exact same one. So I walk in and instantly I'm like, I look like a plain Jane. I look like shit. I feel like shit. I don't look good. And realistically, no one else was thinking that. Like no one else, like I don't think anyone else would have been like in our group being like, wow, Shannon really looks like shit today. But like, it was my own like mental turmoil where like I couldn't get out of my head. I remember standing there and we were like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour into like our time. We had bottle service. All of our friends were having fun. People were like dancing around to the music. I was sitting there. I looked like the most miserable bitch in the entire place because I was. And and I was like, I don't want to be like this. Like, why am I thinking this way? Why am I like this? And I was like, so distraught. My, like, Ashley, my friend was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just feel so uncomfortable. I hate the way I look. And she was like, you look good. I was like, I, I, I don't, I don't believe that though. So I literally left SLS to go to a store, bought myself a pair of earrings and sunglasses. And she came with me, like being the good friend that she is and probably like, you know, missed out on 45 minutes to an hour with our friends. And I came back and I was like instantly in a better mood. Cause I was like, okay, now my, you know, bikini, like I feel like a little more dressed up and I feel fine. But like, 
And then I had a good night. And then you get your hair soaking wet in the pool. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because in an hour, everyone's jumping in the pool and I lost the earring and the sunglasses broke. (laughs) And, but by that point I didn't care because I was having fun. And it's like, how could I let this ruin my day? Like destroy. Like we talked about like protecting your peace last night, like last week. Why would I let this destroy my peace? Like the way that I physically look when no one else cares. Cause guess what? Everyone else is so obsessed with the way they look. They, no one's looking at me going, wow, Shannon really didn't bring her A game with her outfit this year. <laughs> no one's thinking that way, but it's so ridiculous. Like, why do we do this? And like, we create this turmoil and it's frustrating. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be this way. I want to be the person that shows up, doesn't give a crap. And it just like wants to have the most fun. Cause there are times that I've done that. And maybe I didn't look my best, but I didn't care. And I was just having fun. And like, I want to be like that all the time. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's easier said than done though. But I feel like you have to like give yourself a check and be like, okay, like you're paying money to have friends. Like you can either make memories or you can you're paying money to have friends. To have fun with your friends. Oh, oh, yeah. Did I friends. say to have friends? To have friends. I was You're like, are we in a sorority? <laughs> to have fun with your friends. Are we in a sorority? Are is that a lesson a sorority? We might be a sorority, like our group of friends. Drinks after There's work like is a sorority. Of us. We're definitely in a sorority. Drinks after work is a sorority. It as is. Well. There's almost 8,000 girls There's waiting hazing. to be friends. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's no hazing. There's no hazing. There, there is hazing. Abby no, makes you answer not. questions, which I guess is hazing. But what questions? No, no, to get into the group. But you oh. like make sure you're not like. Oh, fake. in our Facebook group, yeah. I do. Oh my god, is that is no. that his thing? No, it's, but that's initiation. It's membership questions. <laughs> um, someone gave me this advice though. Like, I want to say like a year or two ago, and honestly, it stuck with me. And I thought it's like one of the most like smart things I've ever heard. So I'm gonna say this in case anyone else wants to hear it. They were like, Shannon, the way that you look is the least interesting thing about you. And backhanded? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, it really hit me. They were like, "You have so much to offer, and y- like who you are as a person, the type of friend you are, the type of sister you are, daughter, coworker, you know, partner, like all these things about you." Like the way you look is on the bottom of that totem pole. Like no one in your life is going, oh, I'm so glad that I am friends with Shannon because she's nice to look at. (laughs) No one's saying, oh, like I'm so glad Shannon's my daughter because she's cute. Like there is so much, like much more to it. Like there's so much more to you as a person and what you look like is the least interesting thing. And I just thought that was like the best advice because sometimes I think we're so conceited in our own heads that I'm like, wow, like no one cares. Like I don't make decisions about either my romantic partners or my friendships based on the way they look ever. Like it's so much more about like who that's the why personality is. is key because you could be so good looking, but be a shitty person and it makes you ugly. How many times have you met a guy that is like objectively like a good, very good looking, but he's Dry. just like such a dud yeah. that like you honestly like instantly are like, Ugh, yeah, you him. get the egg. Yeah. Well, it's because personality and same with is girls. What like I've met some of the most beautiful girls, like probably to walk the face of this earth, but their personality was just so like stuck up. That or just like there's nothing, like nothing, like just there's nothing, like there's no nothing to home. talk about. They're just like fixing their hair, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, this person, like I don't, I just don't vibe with them, and whatever. I mean, dif- different strokes for different po- folks, but like I've never made a decision about anyone being in my life either romantically or otherwise based on looks alone. Like I'm f- sure like if in a romantic relationship looks carry some weight, but honestly not even that much. Like 
every time that I've been into someone, it's been about like their vibe, their personality, like who they and are. And that makes you attracted to yes. what they look like. like yeah. I think Michael is a very attractive person, but I genuinely believe that even if, even if he wasn't like, and he was still who he is as a person, I would still be just as interested. So like, I like try to remind myself of that sometimes. Like it really doesn't matter that much. It's not that deep. And if anything, like being the person standing there, like so in my own head at the SLS party that I can't even have fun with the best friends in the world. when We're all in Miami together. Like that makes me like really not that interesting. <laughs> so like, I feel like maybe I just need to give myself some tough, tough love and be like, it's not that deep. Like just have fun. I know. I feel like I need to like, we need to keep each other accountable. Accountability. I don't they know what we say can do. Accountability is key. It is. I don't know what we're accountable to. But like maybe even just like, like if just we like pinch me. If we see each other like in our own heads, like you can, you know, you can tell that your friend is in her own yeah. head. It's so obvious. Yeah. I feel like it's something guys don't usually pick up on, but like no, I don't. can tell if I walk into a room, I feel like our friend Caitlin is like very good at this too. Oh my God, she's in, scary good she's at like it. She's like weird. I can walk into a room and if I'm even a little in my own head about like, the way I look or like I wore a shirt that's not flattering. Like at least she's like, oh my God, I can tell you're in your head. Are you okay? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God. Like yeah, she recognizes it before I do. But I feel like girls in general, like we can pick up on when we're feeling that's, that way. So what do we do? Like if, if we notice that the other one is having- Hand them a shot. <laughs> like if I feel bloated that morning and I don't feel confident, like I need you to like slap me across the face. <laughs> Should we get blooms? <laughs> Blue. The drink? Yeah, we can drink blue. No, celery juice. Celery juice and bloom. And blooms. And bloom. Celery juice in blooms. Yeah. I heard it has gluten in it though, like low key. Oh. It's advertised as gluten, but Wait. some girl like Bloom does? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like so Wait, the, isn't it just greens? How the hell could there be gluten in greens? I don't know. Someone tested it and it was like zero point zero 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 zero. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. That I'm someone up. that I'm like, if you have like a bite of pizza, like it's fine. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like every now and then, like a little sneak bite. Little I'm also sliver. a believer that like if someone else orders something and you eat it, like that doesn't count. That doesn't count. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, Michael, you get- <laughs> You do that so much Oh my God, Michael. I'm like, Michael, you get the chocolate sundae. Yeah. And then you he doesn't even spoonful. like sweets. So I like eat it and I'm like, yeah, but I didn't get it. You know, there's so <laughs> many times or not so many, but like I remember- we got ice cream, the four of us, this past summer. You didn't get anything, but you were like, Michael. Michael, here's the like, flavors that I, I want. <laughs> here's the type of waffle cone you should get. And like, uh, just I'll in just case. Lick it. Just in case. And then it's like, I eat the whole thing, but I'm like, oh my God, I was so good last night. I didn't even get my own ice cream. Like, <laughs> it's so funny, like, how mentally delusional I am sometimes in my head. Hey, you're aware, though. It's okay. We're self aware. Self aware is the first step. It's the first step. And the last step is like, I don't know. Self-acceptance. Maybe someday we'll get there. Self, self-acceptance. self I don't know. Acceptance, right? Self-acceptance. Is but little... then are you accepting the behavior or are you changing it? Well, are I you just going to stay? No, self-accepting myself. Like we accept oh. ourselves. And Let's we're not, not... get carried away. That's what I'm saying. Like that would be the goal. Like I don't <laughs> think we're ever going to fully get there. But like I maybe, think, maybe when I'm older. I think a little bit of insecurity is normal. It's okay. It's like healthy. A t- I just guess. a a touch, a, t- a, dust, a dusting. <laughs> what do they say? Like a little bit of stress is okay. Like, I don't want to walk around not giving a crap to the point where I'm anything. like not wearing deodorant and people are like, there is a yeah. foul odor like emulating off this person. And like, does she know? Like, I don't ever want to get to that point. A little bit if of stress If I ever get there, anxiety. like, let me know. Like, tell me. I don't hey, think you that'll smell. happen. I don't either. Oh my God. If you smell, trust me, if you smelled, I would tell you. Okay. You know me and my sense. I feel knows. like smell is the one thing that like, 
I never ever would comment on like, I feel like a girl's like appearance or anything. Smell. Smell. Like if you don't wear deodorant and you just like are giving off a body breath though. That's tough. Yeah. Bad breath. But the the thing with bad bad breath, breath, bad breath, like I can't (laughs) speak. Bad breath, I think is another one. That you would comment on or you wouldn't? I mean, it's tough with bad breath though. Cause like, did you just eat like a meal with garlic in it? Then anyone's going to have bad breath. Like, or are you what just if talking, you didn't have garlic? Are you talking about those people that just always have bad breath? Yeah. Cause that's like a thing too. It is. Then it's like, you need to like figure your shit out. I'm like terrified on that person. And no I've, one's told me. Yeah. Do you ever like, uh, ever have moments in your life where you're like, what if I have bad breath? And I don't know. And no one's ever told, like no one's ever mustered up their courage to tell me. I was spiraling earlier when we got here. I was looking for like a mint. I'm like, this office doesn't have any mints. What the hell? What, do you think the podcast can like smell your breath? I don't know. I just want, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It's like a mental thing. Yeah. I brush your teeth like gum. every night and every morning. And for some reason, there's it's still not times enough. I get to work. I'm like talking to someone and they're like, you know, close enough to me. Cause I'm like having a conversation about something. Right. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, what if I have bad breath? What if they're freaking out? What if in their head they're like, they're gagging. Shannon is the girl with the bad breath and they're all talking about it all the time. That's honestly worse than being known as the person with bad breath is being worse known. Hello? Hello. Being known with bad breath is worse than than them thinking, oh, Shannon didn't bring her A-game with outfit. <laughs> I agree. I think I'd rather look like shit and have bad breath. Or no, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think I, oh. you want to look like shit and, and have, have bad, bad breath. breath. Yeah, I think just come like, on. No, I think I'd rather look like shit and have good smelling breath. Correct. But I think I'd rather have bad breath and body odor because then you can just like kind of like maybe perfume. But wait, like body you'd... odor. No, I think I'd rather have bad breath than body odor. On just a random day, not like a not like a constant bad breathed person, but like. Like it's maybe tough. You I've kinda, almost gagged on the like, bus before. You can like like kind of like keep your distance from someone maybe if you have bad breath. But if you have BO, like what are you going to do? People can't be like yeah, around you. That's true. And if, if, you put pee, if you put perfume over it, like people can still tell. Like, I'm curious everyone else's thoughts. People can still tell if you have BO. What would you guys rather have? Bad breath or, or BO? BO? I think we should that's put t- a poll up. That's really tough. <laughs> Peter, what would you rather have? Those are like two of the worst things. Um, Probably bad breath. You'd rather okay. have bad I feel like breath. you could mask it better. With like mints and gum. Talking. That's true. You can oh, by have, not talking. Oh, you can have mints or you just don't talk. Abby's yeah. not mute. She just has bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit about me. So. I do think that the mints. Okay. I think bad breath now because of the mints. You'd rather have bad breath. But if it's like a, if it's a one day thing, like I'm not talking about like a chronic problem where like I just have bad breath. I'm thinking about the time I didn't go to the dentist during the pandemic. I'm like, did I have bad breath for bad? I can't I say breath for two years. Going to the dentist years. doesn't give you good breath. If you have like built up plaque, I guess so. But like, if you brush your teeth well enough, if you have built, I feel like this plaque smell. I don't. Oh, know. You're talking to someone that's like three months late for her dentist appointment. I'm a week late, um, because I'm boycotting the dentist. I no dentist. No dentist in 2023. That's my mom. No. I'm sorry, but I will never go to someone else other than Dr. Staples. Your teeth like, I just, will fall out. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a woman with. Will you get veneers if it comes to that? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Wait, no, my teeth are not falling out. I do need to reschedule the dentist, though. I'm on that. I think I'm in there. Your like, birthday's sleep. coming up. I think the mature thing to do would be to start off a new year with. Your there teeth is clean. a lot of things that I probably should do that would be mature, and I just <laughs> don't do it. I think we should start with that one because that one's important. You only get one set of teeth. 
I know. Like I was thinking about this. I'm turning 28. Hey, 28 is great. Are there things I know? I'm excited to turn 28. Like I feel like it sounds so mature. 28 sounds cool. Like I think 27 was one of those years. Like 26 and 27. It's like oh, like you're not really 25. But like what are we doing? And like are we in our mid 20s? Like what are we? And 26 like, sucks because you get your own health insurance. So yeah, like, fuck like 26. 28. I'm like okay. Like I am a strong, fierce 28 year old. People are like, how old are you? I'm like, 28. Like, you've lived a year of being in your late 20s. So like, you're like, I, know I got this down. I can give people advice and they don't have to question if I know what the hell I'm talking about. Because she's 28 and she feeling is, great. She is 28. <laughs> she believed she could and so she did. This is like your last two weeks being 27. I know. What advice do you have to me? What advice do I have as like someone much older and wiser? Yeah. I honestly don't know. I feel like <laughs> that's good. That's I a like, life lived. I like 27. I thought it was a good age. I really do. That's not advice. Okay. What did I learn this year? Did I learn anything? In your year being 27. I think I learned. Um, oh, okay. I have one. I feel like, wait, this isn't even like a 27 thing. I feel okay. like it's just me. One thing I've learned recently, I think I go through periods of like obsessing over certain things, like to the point where it's like, that's the only thing I care about. Okay. And I think I'm trying, like one thing I think it's important is as time goes on to like not hyper fixate and like obsess so much over one thing because it'll like consume your life. Like trying to truly like have balance and realize that there's so many things in your life because I think if you hyper fixate, like we were just talking about on like, we were just talking about like looks and weight and like whatever, like the way you look, how you're dressed. I feel like if I hyper fixate on the way I look, then like if I have a day where I don't look good, it ruins my day. Like it ruins my ability to like be a good friend, a good coworker, a good partner, a good daughter, a good sister. But like, if I like put my eggs in like multiple baskets, then like, if I look like shit, then I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like loss for the team. But like, I have other things going for me. Yeah. Or like, I've gone through periods where like, I've been so obsessed with my job and that's the only thing that matters to me. Well, not the only thing, but like, you know, the thing I'm obsessing over. And if I have a bad day at work, like I literally cannot physically function. Like I can't get through my day. It doesn't matter that I have a loving, you know, family and friends and a partner and I look good that day because the only thing I cared about was my job. So I think one thing I'm like working on and I think is important as we get older is realizing that too much of one thing isn't good. Facts. And like you can't like you can't have something fill up your cup fully like anything. It doesn't matter if it's like a person like your romantic partner or if it's, you know, your looks or you know, your job or your athletic abilities. Like, I feel like everything goes away and one day everyone will die. <laughs> Jesus Sorry. Christ. That's why our cupboards are full of cups. <laughs> yes. And but you should fill all your cups. You Otherwise your cups. you'll die. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think that's important. Like, it's like when you... I don't know. You just don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Like you don't want to be the girl in in one cup. You mean. When I was in when I was in Turkey, we every person I was friends with moved away because we went to school in Istanbul and like all of my friends were from all over the world and it was normal for people to move. You stay in Turkey for four or five years. Your parents are there on business. I was in international school and they all moved. So my mom always gave me the advice: like, never have one best friend because if you do she might move away and then you're not going to have any friends. And it was the best advice because I made the stupid mistake of only having one friend and then she moved and I was heartbroken. And it took me like a year to find other people. 
And I never made that mistake again. Like even today, like I've never been one of those girls that just has one best friend. But I feel like I, I think the people know every episode. You say my best friend, this my best friend. I've that. always been like, the, like I, you're I gonna call have like fifteen people my best friends. Um, which is just the way that like I roll and I'm not saying it's wrong or right when people do it otherwise, that's just kind of what I thought. But in other areas of my life, I think it's important. I've been reflecting lately that I'm like, I make that mistake and I need to stop hyper fixating on one thing. Cause too much of anything is bad. Like if hyper, I went through a period where I was like hyper fixating on my health. I was like, I can only eat food that is like homegrown, like in my backyard and like certified organic. And like, I have to make sure that my grains are coming from soil that was like, ancient and that like I can only get my salt from like Utah <laughs> and like that is like it's, too yeah. like obsessing over your health too much is also not healthy right like that is not good so 80 20 rule exactly like you gotta just you gotta vibe I think in 28 I'm just not gonna care about anything <laughs> see how we'll goes. care about the podcast and then everything else you can like throw to shit yeah like nothing nothing matters I think that's the that's the vibe just kidding things matter but like not just one thing that's my advice. I don't know if it was good. And then one day you'll I die. I loved it. You know? And then one day you'll die. And then die. one day, like, you'll die. And, and nothing will matter. Someone also told me this once. They were like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you're obsessed with, like, your health or the way you look or anything like that, there's going to come a day where that all goes away. So just remember that, like, if that's your whole world, like, you're going to be disappointed one day. Damn. So I know yeah. that's, like, really uplifting and, like, positive. I love that for us. Amazing. Huh. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. <laughs> I think we'll end it on a positive we'll note. We'll end it on a positive No, honestly, I didn't mean to be like negative. I really... No, that was that was good. Okay. I think some people tough are in love. your boat. Tough love. Yeah, a do little you tough get love like is that, okay. Though? Like, do you feel that way or no? Is it um, just a me thing? It might just be a me thing. I think so. I don't think to the s- severity is yours, but I definitely... Like, I hyper fixate on, like, food. Like, certain... Like, I'll eat the same meal... For like weeks until I get sick of it, yeah. but like it's like it's a little less extreme than yours. But like yeah. I definitely I know you I know like go through phases from. where you care about. Like I went to a skincare yeah. phase like during the pandemic where I like well, had like a fifteen step skincare routine, and now I only have like a one step skincare routine. What is you it? Because your skin's phenomenal. I, I think I just use like moisturizer. Yeah, that's it. Simple, hmm. baby. Peter, how about you? <laughs> Do you have a fifteen step skincare routine? I have like a. Three step one. Oh, what? Peter, how are you now? Is it we're is on, it we're first on time? Oils. Is it clinic? Clin- was it something in clear? What's that brand? Clearing, that? Oh, clearing uh, something. What is it called? Clean and clear. Clean and clear. Clean and clear. Is I it clean and clear? Is. is it Saint Ives? Where do you get it from? Uh, Peter? I got I got that uh, balance oil stuff from Jack Skincare. Oh. oh. Okay, so he's doing like clean right. some like good shit. Okay, you're like you're the second guy today that's told me that he's that they've gotten into skincare and they're like, I have like, I do like exfoliating and stuff. Oh, I don't you, what do I you do put that. on? Moisturizer? What else? I do that. Moisturizer. Can you talk I to my boyfriend? <laughs> I, no, not like, not nothing. Is, I mean, he has better skin than I do. I just always think that men, like you guys don't wear makeup. So you already have like a Clean head up on skin. the competition. Like you're not yeah. filling your skin with like gunk every day. Yeah. So if men just had skincare routines, it's like, you're already kind of beating us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so annoying. Peter, Sorry. like, I'm really proud Should of I you. Should I stop? No, this no. Is, no, I'm proud of you. I think it's good. Your future wife will thank you for it. She will. There's like if you this, take care of your skin now, it'll pay off in the future when you're old. That's I have, like, these dre- like reoccurring dreams of, like, a life where one day, like, I'm married and, you know, me and my husband, we have, like, his and her sinks and we're both doing, like, our skincare at night. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it's like that. the only goal that I have. What a dream. But Peter, that's like amazing. You're gonna make a you're gonna make someone very happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that. on that note, that's all we had for you guys this week. Next week we will be recording and We'll be in Boston. We'll be in Boston. Yes, because it's before we leave for Miami. Yeah. All right. Well, it's we love you. Time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Drinks After Work. And follow us on Instagram. It's at Drinks After Work underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at Drinks After Work. No underscore. And we mentioned our Facebook group. If you want to join the sorority, there's 8,000 Boston baddies looking to make new sisters and find fun things to do in the Boston area. So link in our Hoobie bio. First you become a part of it, then it becomes a part of you. Uh, Become a Boston baddie today. Goodbye. Bye.